0: we are not just dust we are stardust scientists tell us so in 1970 singer Joni Mitchell wrote and sang we are stardust billion-year-old carbon we are golden caught in the devil's bargain and we've got to get ourselves back to the garden did any of you see her perform at the Grammys she is pretty special On Ash Wednesday, this Wednesday, we'll be reminded from dust we were taken, for dust we are, and to dust we will return. Just like it tells us in Genesis 3.19, we will remember our mortality. And it's good to remember that life is short. Our time is precious and not to be wasted. And so I've always believed Kansas' song, Dust in the Wind, should be played at every Ash Wednesday service because that's what that song does for us. But there's another reason we observe Ash Wednesday. It's not just to remember our mortality, but it's also a special opportunity for us to repent and turn back to God. So there's another song I'm always reminded of because, of course, there is a song for everything, right? A way for me to begin the season of Lent is to listen to these songs. And this one is by Chris Christopherson. It's called Why Me, Lord? In it he sings, Why Me, Lord? What have I ever done to deserve even one of the pleasures I've known? Tell me, Lord, what did I ever do that was worth loving you or the kindness you've shown? Lord, help me, Jesus. I've wasted it. So help me, Jesus. I know what I am. Now that I know that I've needed you, so help me, Jesus. My soul's in your hand. What a great song to remind us of our need for repentance, for forgiveness, and for renewed humility. I think of Chris as a modern-day prophet. Ash Wednesday is so special because it is our official beginning of Lent. This is how we begin the season of Easter. We're preparing ourselves to enter into 40 days of spiritual preparation to celebrate Jesus' finished work and resurrection. The day before, this coming Tuesday, is often called Fat Tuesday or Shrove Tuesday or even Pancake Tuesday. Have y'all ever heard that? Because it's the last day that you can indulge on carbs and fat and sugar. It's the fasting day, the feasting day before the fasting begins. Mardi Gras is wrapping up and all the partying is about to stop. And then we wake up on Ash Wednesday and take a serious look at our lives and begin our spiritual practices that will lead us to Easter Sunday. And we need to prepare ourselves to celebrate because during the past year we may have drifted off the Jesus path. So the season of Lent is a call to the entire community to return to Christ. As a child, I grew up in the Southern Baptist Church, and we never got to do anything special like putting ashes on our foreheads. We only celebrated communion twice a year. But I remember my best friend, Katie Johnson, coming over to play, and she and her little sister, Karen, had these ash crosses on their foreheads. And I asked her what it was, and she said they had done this um, at chapel during school because she went to a Catholic church, I mean a Catholic school. And I wanted to do that too. There is something significant about tangible acts, outward signs, things that we can actually do with our bodies to remind us that we are spiritual beings in these bodies. The imposition of ashes is similar to our sacraments. Ashes are an outward sign of an inward repentance. Some people don't think the imposition of ashes is biblical, but it is. And it's an ancient practice. We find references to the use of ashes on our bodies in the book of Job, where he says, I despise myself and I repent in dust and ashes. In the book of Daniel, when he was praying, fasting, and interceding for his people, wearing sackcloth and covering himself in ashes, in chapter 9. In the book of Esther, when her pagan king husband was going to kill all the Jews, but she prayed in intercession and covered herself in ashes and even dung in chapter 14. Even Jesus refers to this in Matthew 11:21, where he was denouncing the towns where his miracles had been performed, but they had not repented. He said... Woe to you, Bethsaida, for if the miracles that were performed in you had been performed in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. These are just a few of the biblical references to this practice. Ashes were used for three reasons. One, to remember our mortality. Two, to repent from sin. And three, to intercede for others through prayer. So this Wednesday evening at 6.30 in the sanctuary, we are going to have a beautiful Ash Wednesday Evensong service with the imposition of ashes. Don't miss it. And bring your children too so they can remember this special part of the Easter season. They need to understand that Easter includes darkness and ashes as well as light and celebration. We can't have one without the other. Lent is a time for all people to come back to God. Maybe we got out of the habit of going to church during the past few years, especially because of the pandemic. Maybe we let go of some healthy spiritual practices like praying regularly. Maybe we stopped meditating on scripture, journaling, checking in with trusted friends on how it's really going with our souls. Maybe the last time that we fasted from anything was last year during Lent. I know it was for me. Remember, fasting is beneficial to our bodies and our minds. It helps us focus and especially to pray. John Wesley fasted one day out of every week. He did practically a Daniel fast where he wouldn't eat any meat. But remember, fasting is not supposed to be public. This is a private spiritual practice between ourselves and God. God will let us know what we need to fast from for us to grow spiritually. Lent is not only known as the popular time for fasting or abstaining from something, but Lent is a perfect time to return to God through prayer. In Joel 2.18, the Lord says to the people of Judah, Return to me with your whole heart. Remember, in Hebrew thought, the heart was the mind. Return to me with your whole mind. Jesus is calling us today to return to God. Listen to this scripture as if it were written yesterday and think of all that is happening in our world as you hear it. Joel 2, 12 through 17. Even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all of your heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning. Rend your heart and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger And abounding in love. And he relents from sending calamity. Who knows? He may turn and relent and leave behind a blessing. Grain offerings and drink offerings for the Lord your God. Blow the trumpet in Zion. Declare a holy fast. Call a sacred assembly. Gather the people. Consecrate the assembly. Bring together the elders, gather the children, those nursing at the breast. Let the bridegroom leave his room and the bride her chamber. Let the priests who minister before the Lord weep between the portico and the altar. Let them say, spare your people, Lord. Do not make your inheritance an object of scorn, a byword among the nations. Why should they say among the peoples, where is their God? In Joel, we're reminded that God does not immediately punish us for sins, but waits patiently for us to return, and he meets us with steadfast love. We're reminded God is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger, abounding in love, and he relents from sending calamity. But we look around our world, and we see so much calamity. We know it's not from God but we see how we fail to live as God intended us to live together on this planet. We all need repentance. All of humanity needs to turn back to God. I have felt a heaviness during the past few months, a spiritual sadness, because of so much suffering going on in the world. Ignorance is not bliss. It is important to keep watching the news because all of us around the world are interconnected. We are all children of God, and some of us are suffering and struggling more than others. When one person suffers, we all suffer, even though we may not realize it right away. God calls us to care. Can you imagine what the people living in Israel and Palestine and in Ukraine must be feeling today? They probably are asking, where is their God? It's difficult to For us to accept just how much responsibility God has given to us. Responsibility to care for each other. We are overwhelmed when we look at the needs of our brothers and sisters just here in Shelby County. And then we see the tremendous situation our brothers and sisters are in around the world. Involved in conflicts that they did not instigate. They were innocent bystanders and they're caught in the crossfire of conflicts over real estate and religion. God, help us. But God not only calls us to care, God calls us to intercede. Maybe you and I cannot send money or diplomatic peacemakers or shiploads of food and supplies to the innocent suffering overseas, but we can intercede through prayer. If these were biblical times, I imagine all Jesus' followers would be covering ourselves in ashes on behalf of these countries. So this Ash Wednesday, just as they practiced in biblical times, not only can we take the time that we're going to spend together Wednesday evening in the sanctuary to remember our own mortality, to repent and turn our lives back to God, but we can also intercede through prayer for our brothers and sisters struggling around the world who do not have what they need, who don't have peace, who are grieving and living and dying in literal ashes all around them. Let's remember them as we enter the season of Lent and pray for God to move in their situation. While we need to act on behalf of others through our intercessory prayers, we also need to reignite that connection we have with God and experience that steadfast love ourselves. One surefire way to draw near to God is through contemplative prayer. Next Sunday... We are beginning a small group book study called 40 Days to a Closer Walk with God, where we're going to learn about and practice contemplative prayer for six weeks. The book study is being led by our Deborah Thompson and Steve Jackson. Now, I've gone through this study twice, and both times I felt so much more connected to God and had much more peace about everything going on in my life. Even through difficult times, I felt fortified and insulated from reacting to the chaos around me because I had this inner calmness that I had cultivated through this type of prayer. I strongly encourage you to give it a try. You can sign up for the book at the free table in the back after the service today or on the church website anytime. This Ash Wednesday, we will receive our ashes, remember our mortality, repent, and start anew on our spiritual journey toward Easter. We may give up sugar or fast from some food or habit or start a healthy one like a new prayer practice. Know that this is all biblical. It's an outward sign of an inward repentance. It's good for us and it marks the beginning of the best season of the calendar year, Easter. We begin by remembering we are made of dust. We've all heard the lyrics, All we are is dust in the wind. Just a drop of water in an endless sea, and all we do crumbles to the ground though we refuse to see. While this is true for material things, remember everything that we do out of love remains. All the prayers we say, the hugs we give, the encouragement we share, the loving words we speak have an eternal ripple effect that will vibrate forever because we are Easter people. Amen. Is it your birthday? Is it your
1: birthday? Because you forgetful. You you have all that aspartame in your system. Maybe it's your birthday. Is it our anniversary? What? Mitchy, what is the one day in February that everyone celebrates with food fun and surprises? That's the Super Bowl. It's already been done. We've had it. How did I do this to myself? How did you do? How did I marry the one man in the world who can't remember the one day in February that means the world to me? I said to myself this year. I said, Doreen, you do not remind Mitchy about Valentine's Day this year. If he cares, he will remember himself. I do care, I care. Valentine's Day is like good hygiene just because I forget to brush my teeth, trim my nose hair, or put on clean underwear doesn't mean that I don't care. <sighs> You are a regular romantic, you are. No, I'm just being logical. Oh, you're just a regular. Benjamin Buttons is what you are. And, uh, you're referring to Brad Pitt, not Benjamin Buttons. It doesn't matter. It does matter. No, it doesn't, it because does. listen to me. Benjamin Buttons would remember Valentine's Day. Oh, here we go. He would, he would grab her with his tiny baby hands, and he would say to her, Happy Valentine's Day, sweetheart. What do you want from me, Doreen? What do I want? What, what do, do, you do I want? Yes. Oh, I don't know. How about some clothes? Look at these, Mitchy. Look at these rags. They're from the Reagan administration. I look like B. Arthur. I'm a golden girl. I am so sad right now. I will capture this moment with a selfie. OK. Be more like Benjamin Buttons and less like Bozo over here when it comes to Valentine's Day. Don't be like Benjamin Buns. Benjamin Buns was a baby. He was an old man baby. Yes, but he would be my old man oh. baby who remembered Valentine's Day. And I would sing to him. I would sing, Be my, be my old man baby. Oh, man. Benjamin Buttons would remember I don't mean maybe. Oh, Valentine's Day. stand and join us. This last song is a new one. We hope you like it. Beautiful song about beautiful things. Could a garden come up from this ground? As- of chaos. Life is being found in you. You make beautiful things. You make beautiful things out of the dust. You make
0: Right. Newcomers, don't forget to get your gift bag for you on the back table there. And don't forget the sign-up sheet for the class that starts um, at 9.30 next Sunday morning, 40 Days to a Closer Walk with God. It's on that uh, back table. There's a couple of books you can go ahead and get today. And if you want to uh, sign up for it, you'll have your book by next Sunday. And don't forget Ash Wednesday service, 6.30 Wednesday night in the sanctuary. It's going to be super special. And for goodness sake, do not forget your Valentine's. Y'all receive this blessing. May God bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you always. Go now in peace to love and to serve God and each other in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go in peace and have an awesome week.
1: Sorry about the ending. I went blank. you got to stay with me.